0: hey everybody it's anya here and you are listening to episode six of the nfp podcast on today's episode um we have lisa sledge um on the segment today she's going to talk about the benchmark six and ten and following that we will have our mental health minute so just for a few reminders um please share with your clients information about the nso alumni program about the time of your last visit And then for Central, Northeast, Northwest, and Southern regions, let your supervisor know if you can take your new Community Outreach Advocate on a shadow visit between June 25th and July 12th. And then I have a message from Lynn. I'm saying that the end of the quarter is approaching fast and please everyone have all documentation completed by June 30th. And that's it for our reminders. Um, Andrea has um, something for us about the Indianapolis Zoo.
1: Summer is almost here, and the days are getting beautiful for spending at the zoo. We have a couple special things coming up at the zoo. One is the first annual NFP day at the Indianapolis Zoo. It's going to be Sunday, July 14th. The zoo itself is open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. that day. Um, but we're gonna have a welcome table set up from 10 a.m. to 11.30 to welcome NFP families as they arrive. I hope to have little gifts to give out as well that day. Also, the zoo has been kind enough to issue every NFP nurse at Goodwill of Central and Southern Indiana, a buddy pass, which means that you have the right to go to the zoo without paying anytime you want to go with your clients. The pass is good for one year, so I'll be able to renew it next year. If you have any questions, let me know. Otherwise, let's celebrate our relationship with the zoo.
2: Hello and welcome to your benchmark minute. Today, we're going to discuss benchmark number six, which is a performance indicator. Benchmark six measures tobacco cessation referrals. This benchmark is measured by the percentage of caregivers who reported smoking and using tobacco at enrollment and will refer to sensation counseling. On the health habits form, there are two questions highlighted in yellow. Question one, during the three months before you came pregnant, did you use tobacco at all? Your responses would be yes, and then electronic cigarettes, patches, dissolvable tobacco, cigars, smokeless tobacco, cigarettes or other, or your response is no. If you say yes, a referral is required. If the client says no, no referral is required. Question three is also highlighted in yellow. In the last 48 hours, have you used tobacco? When asking this question, you want to give a time reference. For instance, if today is Wednesday and it's 11 a.m., you want to say from Monday at 11 a.m. to today at 11 a.m., have you used tobacco? The answer is yes, and then you want to select the type, or no. If it is no, no referral is required. If yes, you do in fact want to give a referral. Some of the common questions asked is, what do you do if the client reported smoking during pregnancy but quit before enrollment? If your client enrolled, let's say at 20 weeks, and she no longer smokes but did when she was around 9 weeks pregnant, you would still want to give her a referral. You also want to mark this referral on the encounter form, on line 10, under Referrals to service the Services, it says Smoking Cessation. You want to check that box. Please do not mark in the other box, as there is no way for us to gather that a referral was given for Smoking Cessation. Regardless what the Smoking Cessation referral was, please check box 10. It could be the 1-800-QUIT line, it could be her physician and the list goes on. Health habits is completed at intake which is around the third to fourth visit at 36 weeks gestation and at 12 months postpartum. Please remember after assessing your client for health habits offer a referral if they currently smoke or did before enrolling in the program after they became pregnant. This has been your Benchmark Minute. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Benchmark Minute. Today we will cover Benchmark number 10, which is a performance indicator. Benchmark 10 is the parent-child interaction. Parent-child interaction is measured by the percent of primary caregivers enrolled in a home visiting program who receive an observation of caregiver-child interaction by the home visitor using a validated tool. Here at Nurse Family Partnership, that validated tool is dance. It is important to complete dance within the time frame allowed. Dance is to be completed at 2 months, 9 months, 16 months, and 22 months. However, even though dance is due at 2 months, 9 months, 16, and 22 months, you do have a month one way or another for each target time. For example, your dance that is due at 2 months, you have from 1 month to 3 months to complete it. Your dance that's due at 9 months, you have from 8 months to 10 months to complete it, and so on. If you have not been trained on dance as of yet, Your nurse supervisor and educator will help you get these completed, so please consult with them. If you are not able to fully complete dance, please mark observation not conducted and save and submit. Again, complete the behaviors that you're able to complete and mark observation not conducted on the behaviors you were not able to complete. Save and submit. If no dance is completed, It appears that the nurse home visitor has not observed an interaction between the parent and child. If you have any questions, please talk to your supervisor. This has been your Benchmark Minute. Thank you.
3: Welcome to the Mental Health Minute via NFP podcast. This is Sarah Pollard, your friendly mental health consultant. Thanks for joining me. Let's take the next five to seven minutes to talk about a mental health related resource and tool. So the resource I would like to discuss with you today is about self-talk. And I'm sure you've heard that term self-talk before. But let's, let's look at what that means exactly. So self-talk is really that internal dialogue, that internal conversation we have in our head. And self-talk can be positive, it can also be negative. And when we think about negative self-talk, negative self-talk can be time to time, you know, from time to time, or it can also be pretty frequent. And with that negative self-talk piece, we can definitely get into some patterns of thinking that can be detrimental to our mental health and our day-to-day interactions with other people. So in the psych world, we call the this negative self-talk or this pattern of thinking, we call these cognitive distortions. And essentially what cognitive distortions are, they're unhealthy thinking styles. They're patterns of thinking that can then affect how we feel and how we act. So let's review a few cognitive distortions or unhelpful thinking styles. The one that I hear about frequently and that I do myself frequently, to be honest, is very much that all or nothing thinking. That um, thinking of it must be all or it must be nothing and that there's no operating or functioning in between. Another cognitive distortion or unhelpful thinking style is overgeneralizing. When you hear the words always or never, typically there's some overgeneralizing involved there. Now, sometimes things are always or never, but typically, there's, there's operating in a shade of gray there between one end being always and one end being never. Another uh, unhelpful thinking style or cognitive distortion is what we call mental filtering where we only pay attention to certain types of evidence and many times that, those, that certain type of evidence um, is negative in nature. Another Cognitive Distortion is the shoulds and the musts or the oughts. Um, and the shoulds and the must or the oughts can make us feel really guilty, can make us feel like we've already failed before we started. And if we apply those shoulds to other people, we often feel frustrated. So these are some cognitive distortions. I have a handout on cognitive distortions that I'm going to post on the mental health toolkit section of the hub under the as heard on the NFP podcast section. Take a look when you get a minute. All right, so next we're gonna talk about a tool. And this is actually a tool that I personally use and have found it very effective and it's called Mood Kit. It's an app. And essentially this app um, is all about cognitive behavioral therapy. And cognitive behavioral therapy is all about um, how we think, how that affects our emotions, and how it affects our behaviors. So Mood Kit is divided into several different areas. There are some activities. There's a thought checker, a mood tracker, and a journal. And I personally used this uh, mood kit during times of stress and anxiety to um, assess and think about and identify potentially unhelpful thinking styles or cognitive distortions that I was experiencing at that time. And what's really helpful about this app is it raises our awareness to what we're thinking because we can't change what we're thinking unless we're paying attention to what we're thinking. This map can be found in the App Store and I believe it's available on Android as well. When I purchased it, it was $4.99 and that is for the lifetime of the app. So I encourage you to check it out. Um, Perhaps it could be beneficial for you. And the one thing I wanna emphasize today about self-talk, about Uh, cognitive distortions and unhelpful thinking styles and mood kit is that we all, to some degree or another, have times where we have negative self-talk, where we have cognitive distortions. So you're not alone if you're experiencing them, number one. And number two, you can experience these these unhelpful thinking styles and negative self-talk And you don't have to have a mental health condition like depression or anxiety. All right, so I hope this information was helpful to you today. And I'm actually going to leave you with a quote. And this is from Elaine Seiler, who wrote the book, Getting Rid of Negative Energy. And Elaine says, my challenge to you today is to observe your thoughts and internal dialogue, and recognize if and when you speak poorly to yourself. We all have moments of self-deprecation, and very often we are too hard on ourselves. Today, start to be caring and supportive of yourself. Observe that little voice in your head and say something positive to yourself instead. So this has been the Mental Health Minute on NFP Podcast. As always, all the resources and tools discussed today will be found on the Mental Health Toolkit under the As Heard on the NFP podcast section. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the fabulous work you do and have a great day.
0: Thanks everyone for listening to us today. As always, if you'd like to be on the next episode or have ideas for what we should talk about, I'm only an email away. Thank you for listening. Bye.